Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks, and it's just an honor. We're just always thrilled for this opportunity to come across your airwaves. We continue on uh, in the book of Proverbs, but before we do that, Stephanie, we've been working with a characteristic of PTSD. So every day as part of our podcast, we're sharing a characteristic of PTSD. We usually say, yeah, we've had it. We've done it. (laughs) We usually, Mm -hmm. we give a verse, but it's out there. It's real. And, you know, sometimes people don't think about those characteristics and, uh, you know, it does matter uh, that you know that you're looking out for these things, that you don't do it again. And, and I think that's what the best plan is for doing these things and looking at them. I think the best plan is to go out here and know what the characteristics are so we can help folks. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, and to understand it, the, the fact of dealing with PTSD doesn't mean your life's over. Um, you know, as we work through these things, understanding that God provides help. He does provide answers. And yeah, it maybe have messed you up. It maybe has created broken pieces in your life, but that's, there's a beauty in it because that's the only way sometimes that we see how big God is. That's sometimes the only way we see how good he is, is when we watch him because we know we can't do it. We watch him take those broken pieces and mold us and break us and form in us all that he wants us to be. There's a beauty in that that can't be can't be put into words. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there is, and we got to know things and that's what it comes down to exactly what she was saying there. And I think today we want to look at mood swings and stuff. That's a big characteristic of PTSD. Boy, we can be high and low at the same time. We can be seen in more places than, um, Jimmy Carter, you know, I mean, it's just, (laughs) if we're not careful, man, our mood can go good. It can go bad. It can go weird. And I guess, you know, we all deal with mood issues. Don't get me wrong, but it seems like those of us with PTSD can take it to a different level and, you know, not only be moody with other people, but I think just as bad, maybe even worse is being moody with ourselves and trying to internalize stuff. And it's real hard when we internalize that. I, you know, we can get lonely and messy and life is messy and uh, kids can let us down and friends can let us down. People can let us down. The world can let us down, but God will never let us down. So when we're dealing with things like mood swings and stuff like that, folks, we need to know that it's normal to get moody, but it's not normal to live in that area code. It's normal to say, hey, I'm getting moody. I need to turn this bad boy off. Or, man, I don't like where I'm going. I need to slam down a cup of coffee or something. I don't know. If we can recognize it, we can deal with it. Remember, the Bible says to be careful for nothing. So we need to pray about that. But everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts, keep our hearts, folks. He will keep it in minds through Christ Jesus. So, uh, you know, we, we want to make sure that when those moods come that, uh, you know, we're not careful for anything. We pray, we, we 
you know, we ask for God to supply us with everything we need to get through that. And, uh, you know, we don't want to go around. And when we get moody, we got to be careful that we're not out there putting all that out there and making other people moody. You know, a fool mm-hmm. uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it till afterwards. A wrathful man stareth up strife, but he that is slow to anger appeaseth strife. And, and be not conformed to this world. This world is moody. This world is messed up. Don't be conformed to that world, but be transformed. We remember that from Romans chapter 12 to uh, remember 12, one and two, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, which is a reasonable service and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. So I think as we look at this moodiness, we want to be good. We want to be acceptable, but we want to recognize when we are being moody because we know it, don't we, Stephanie, in a way we know when we're being a yes. knucklehead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's weird when you can know it inside and you're in that you get in a, um, you get in a rut of being a knucklehead. You get in a rut of, of just being nasty. And so having to ask the Lord to say, God, please help me with this. And I know this is wrong and submit yourselves therefore to God. James said, resist the devil and he will flee from you. And that's a huge part of this puzzle is we get in habits. We form bad habits it seems like we don't have to work to form the bad habits they just come very naturally and so that submitting to god resisting satan and taking god at his word that god will give you victory and and he will grow you and help you to develop the good you know the the positive um when you choose to throw off the negative yeah yeah and and you know what you're saying there's some people that are just living in the mood zone you know, and if you're one of those people, I know you can recognize it. Just stop, you know, and, and, and pray and, and get that married continence that the Bible speaks about and seek out God's help. He'll help you with it. Just what Stephanie just said. He will, he'll help us. And sometimes it's just a matter of stopping and saying, man, I'm being a real stick in the mud right now, or I'm bringing people yeah. down and I don't want to do this. And, and, and sometimes when we do that, man, God can really turn us around. It's hard, man. We get you know, we get hurt and people break us and, and people try yeah. to mess up our relationships and our ministries and, and those types of things. But no matter what we're going through, we still have that responsibility to have that merry continence to, to trust God. And I know, you know, we're not computers. We're not robots. We're, we're real living human beings. We're real living emotions and real living feelings. And God made us that way. He made us emotionally, he made us loving. He's made us all these different things, but boy, I'm going to tell you what God can give us everything we need. He's already given it to us. If you're saved, everything you need to get out of that mood thing. Uh, there's nothing worse than that. And so anyway, here we are. Well, there is worse than it, but I mean, it can mess you up. And so here we are, we're in, in, uh, Proverbs number 16, and we're on verse number 17. And it says, The highway of the upright is to depart from evil, but he that keepeth his way perserveth the soul. So the highway of the upright. So uh, thinking about that is to depart, is to get away from, is to be away from evil. So the, the upright man or lady here, I think, you know, knows their path is, is, uh, is the right one, is departing from evil. It's, it's doing those things. And it kind of goes with what we were talking about with the moodiness here, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And, it, and yeah. it goes on to say when we depart from that evil stuff, when we get away from that stuff, when we say no to the moodiness, no to the craziness, no to those people who break us, those people who hurt us, those people 
try to ruin our lives, to mess with our relationships, to mess with our ministry. When we say, no, it's not going to happen. Uh, it, it, it preserves our soul. I mean, it's just, it, mm. it takes us to that different, better place and uh, uh, that preserveth the soul, preserveth his soul, that, that just God uses that when we depart from that. Mm. When, when our highway is departing from evil, man, we're in a good place. Yeah. Well, at making that choice, you know, um, Jesus talked about the narrow gate and the wide gate and the fact that we're all on one, we're all on a highway. It's going through one of those gates. And if you're on the highway, the narrow, the gate that, you know, the narrow gate that lead us to the way that leads to life, it will cause you to depart from evil. That will happen. It's not, you can't have both Yeah. and understand um, that when you're on that path, when you're choosing that highway, it says that when you do that, you are preserving your soul. In other words, who you are, there's yeah. a sense in which the you, you know, we, there's so many false identities out there today. And what God's saying is if, if you'll follow my way, I'll preserve you, the you I created to be you. And, um, my friend and I were just talking about this recently when, when someone forces you to lose your identity, to become a part of them, to become a mini them, to become their clone, there's a problem. God creates each of us as individual people to do an individual role for his kingdom. Yeah. And And when you're on that, when you're on the correct, righteous highway, he'll preserve that. And if someone tries to take that away from you, in a sense, if they try to take your soul from you, you're not in a you're not in a situation that's in the highway of life. Mm. You're in a situation that's going to lead you downhill very quickly. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, heed this, friends. You know, heed heed God's uh, word here. It's it makes a big difference. Boy, you can be somebody completely different with God than you ever were before you accepted Jesus Christ. And even that you are now, every day, mm-hmm. it, it's, this isn't an experiment. This is what God gives you. This isn't some, yeah. uh, you know, this isn't something we look at and say, hey, this might be able, this can happen. This is God's word. This is uh, the holy yeah. oracles of God. This is the, uh, the creator of all the universe saying, hey, you can, you can go down this highway if you want. And when you get on that highway, it preserves your soul, man. It makes things better. It takes you from being mm-hmm. a stick in the mud and making you a halfway decent human being. It makes you somebody that people want to hang around with. It makes you somebody that God can use. It's, I mean, there's so much benefit to doing the right thing and being on the right highway, mm-hmm. Stephanie. And, and, yeah. and, you know, I don't want to overplay this, but there's no way to overplay this. I mean, you get to live one or two ways. You be a knucklehead or you don't have to be a knucklehead. And <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't want to be a knucklehead. Then this verse, Stephanie, this, we all know this verse, don't we? And uh, Proverbs 16, 18, everybody's heard this verse a million times, and we should hear it a million more. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. And uh, that whole eye there, you know, God's so opposed to the proud. We, we talked about James 4, 6, 1 Peter 5, 5. 
and how, you know, just a little while ago, we talked about how pride is an abomination to God. It's something that he hates, mm-hmm. despises. Yeah. And, uh, and, and God is against the prideful. There's a, you know, that's a special kind of evilness when you got pride. I'm just telling you right yeah. now, that's not of God. And, yeah. and, uh, and, and then one of the many ways that, that the pride is evident is when they get that arrogant, haughty, and, you know, uh, hoodie, they call it hottie down there in Louisiana. Remember when we were in, I was in hot preaching a few <laughs> weeks ago, but you, you get that, this haughty, arrogant spirit. And, and it almost, you know, Stephanie, when I look at this verse, it almost makes it seem like you feel like you have superiority. You yeah. know, these prideful people, uh, it's almost like they feel like they have superiority over us. Yeah, no. And that, that's, that's this verse, um, it's funny. I think whenever I hear this verse now, um, if, if you've ever watched Little House on the Prairie, um, the old series, you know, Michael Landon series, but Mrs. Olson quoted, tried to quote this verse in her haughty manner to Mr. Ingalls, and um, he corrected her because he didn't say it right. So it's just funny because I always think of that. Um, but in that case, as in the case of any life, Uh, They were portraying, you know, Mrs. Olson as being very haughty in how she was treating. And yet she was trying to pin it on Paul Ingalls, that he was the haughty and arrogant one, when in reality it was her herself. And, of course, that's just a movie and it's cute and it's a fun. I love that series. It's awesome. But um, that's that's how this works. A haughty spirit. views itself as I'm better than you. I know more than you. I'm the expert. You're the doofus. Um, Just do what I tell you to do because without me, you're nothing. And so what I see in a haughty spirit is exactly what Satan was and is, but what he was when he went before God or said, I will be as the most high God. I will this and I will that. That's what a haughty spirit is. And so when we're portraying that and we're living that why should we expect our end would be any different than the devil's? God kicked him out of heaven because of it. Why would we think it's acceptable to God when he took it so seriously that he kicked Satan and a third of the angels out of heaven because of this exact thing? That, that's how serious God takes this. Yeah, and, and you know, it, this ruins life, Stephanie. Not only the most important thing here is ruining your relationship with God, but then if you even want to take that a step farther, think about families with that haughty, arrogant uh, feel to them, that superiority. I mean, we know people like this. Everybody does. And, uh, um, I mean, it it ruins families. I mean, you get this, you know, um, you know, where you think people are inferior to you, that in some way you've yeah. got this superiority complex. And we all know people like this. They think they're the brightest, the smartest, the best looking, all that stuff. And, you know, folks, this is so ungodly. And uh, uh, I just want to say, if you have a prideful heart, God can help you with that. And and I'm not talking about a whole load, boatload either. I'm talking about a little bit of pride can do you in here. A little bit of yeah. arrogance can yeah, take you sure. out. And, uh, uh, you know, we really got to be careful about that. And I think that next verse just, just lends itself to it as well. It says, better is it to be of an humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil 
with the proud mm. and uh, just continuing on with this is because pride is such an abomination to God and it leads to destruction. Uh, you better to be humble with lowly with people with no mm. money or no, you're better off there. You know, God's saying, I'd rather have you over here. If I'm going to divide something up, I'll divide it up with the proud and uh, mm. you're better off being lowly and, and, uh, uh, you know, a humble man's worth is worth gold. It's the weight of gold. We talked about gold and sur- silver and how that goes with humility and doing the right thing and trust in God and wisdom. Wisdom and humility go hand in hand. The wiser you are. You ever notice that the, the more intelligent, wonderful people, the people making a difference in this world, writing the books. You know, there's two kinds of people in this world, Stephanie. There's there's people like you and I doing podcasts, writing books, things of that nature. Then there's people bad-mouthing us who are doing those things. And it's the difference between pride and humility. It's mm. it, there. There's a there's a major difference right here, and 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 you know, and I'm not saying this about everybody. I'm just saying that boy, you better be careful, because yeah. you'll totally ruin relationships. You'll totally ruin uh, families. I've seen it, and you know this. Yeah. And you know, and people can't live up to that superiority. Nope. God nope. You never will. No, because all of a sudden you're, you know, you're a little bit too ugly. You're a little bit too old. You're a little bit too fat. You're a too little fat. bit. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you, you, you just I always zero, you place. always zero in on the fat thing, man. And, uh, because I live fighting that zone. You know, Stephanie's always living in the fat zone, but she's not. I mean, Stephanie lost. When I met Stephanie, she was probably 40, 50 pounds heavier than she is now. And she looks great. And, you know, weight is not a I'm not seeing anything about, well, we did see something about being fat, but that meant something different earlier on in Proverbs. But this is what I think. You know what I think? I think we can really embrace this. I think we can really embrace this idea of wisdom being humility, of wisdom being more valuable than gold or silver, of knowing God's word. What is wisdom? Knowing God. What is wisdom? Knowing God's word. What is wisdom? Knowing God's laws, knowing God's precepts. What is wisdom? Being godly, looking out for one another, taking care of people. I think, you know, I think there's, there, there needs, we need to embrace that. I think the bottom line here, Stephanie, is, you know, each and every day we talk about this over and over again, but it's real. Each and every day that you got to embrace this. We got to embrace that. God, give me wisdom today. Pray for it. Mm. Uh, God, help me not be an arrogant fool. Help me not be haughty. Uh, help me, you know, help me, Lord, be humble. Help me hang out with the lowly even. Help me, you know, what do you have for me, God? Help me with that today. I mean, what are you thinking, mm. Stephanie? There's got to be that place where we say, help us, Lord. We, we don't want to be stuck here. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, again, we come back to this so often, but a wise person understands he doesn't know everything. A wise person knows that. A wise person is looking to the Lord for wisdom that wisdom from above that's pure, peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy because he knows he's nothing without Jesus Christ. And when we remember that all we are is a broken piece of clay or dirt, it's Jesus Christ who gives us life. He is everything. And when we remember that he is everything, that he's the reason our heart beats, he's the reason we live and breathe and have our being that's humbling that of ourselves, we are nothing. We can't even take our next breath. If God doesn't give us the strength to do it. 
Yeah. And to understand that when, when we live in that zone, what do we have to be proud of? Um, you know, and, and I've, I know I've told you this in the past, but, you know, when God takes things out of your life in a split second, it, it leaves you knowing how helpless you are without him. It leaves you with not much to be proud of, except that you're a child of God. And that's a different kind of pride. That's not a pride. That's a that's a spirit of gratefulness and, and incredible praise to the Lord because, again, of who he is and what he's done for us and in sure. us. And so that's that's where we're supposed to live. And I think of Micah 6, 8, he has shown thee, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of thee but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. And those three all go together. It, it's, a, it's like a braid. It's like that cord, a three-part cord that when we walk humbly, we're doing justly, and we're, we're loving mercy. Those three will only happen the way they should. When we're when we're living in this zone, you can't have pride in that mix, or it'll completely fall apart, yeah. and you will have the destruction that's talked about here. Yeah, I agree. And you know, Stephanie, you just really kind of quoted a couple minutes ago Acts seventeen, God that made the whole world of all things therein, seeing that He hath Lord of heaven and earth dwelleth not in temples made by hands, neither is He worshipped with man's hands, though we needed anything, seeing that He giveth to all life and breath and all things He have made of one blood all nations of men to dwell on the face of the earth and have determined none of us can do any of these things. This is all God, and uh, mm. folks. So I want to encourage you today. Uh, I, I just want to encourage you just to, you know, trust God, believe in God, give him that haughtiness, give him that arrogantness. And uh, better is it to be of an humble spirit and uh, be humble today. Look for wisdom. It's, it's more valuable than gold. You know, we started this off, Stephanie, with this idea about being moody. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about that, you know, we just got to go to God. We got to be careful for nothing but be prayer and supplication. Ask God to level us out in that way. And he will. Uh, he'll do that all the time. And we remember just, just a couple weeks ago, we were in Proverbs 15, and we did a merry heart, make it a cheerful continence. But by sorrow of a heart, the spirit is broken. So we got to go to God. Who, where does our joy come from? That's what we talked mm-hmm. about in chapter 15 of the book of Proverbs. And here we are again, as we look at being moody, of having moodiness, we're saying, how do we fix that? Well, we fix it with God. We uh, we know that a merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance. That uh, We need to go to God and ask his help in that area. And, uh, and folks, again, it's just great to come across your airways. I want to, I just want to finish with that really well-known verse, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. And, uh, folks seek that humility, seek that wisdom. It's more precious than gold. And boy, the folks around you'll be real glad about that. Hey, listen, do me a favor. In just a minute, brother Eric's going to come on and he's going to share with you everything you need to know from the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, I beg you that today you listen to every word and heed it. And uh, you'd mm. accept Jesus Christ Amen. as your Lord and Savior. There's nothing more important than that. If there's anything we can That's do right. for you, make sure you go out to Help for Wounded Spirits Facebook page. Drop us a line. We'll get back to you. And will you do us a favor? Maybe right where you are today, right on that platform that you listen to that podcast on, maybe share this on media or something like that. There's a share where you can share this uh, 
this particular podcast, share it and say, hey, you want to listen to Doug and Stephanie? They're talking about pride. I don't know. Share it out there today. And if you get a chance, give us a five-star evaluation. If you don't like us, don't give us anything. We'll talk to you next time. We'll work harder on that five-star thing. Helps people find us and get to know the Word of God. We sure do love you folks. We hope you have a great day. And uh, we know this is past the time, but for us, it's happy Easter to you. May God bless you. And uh, May the 29th, 5 p.m., the world premiere of Helpful Wounded Spirits TV series. Write it down, Morningside Baptist Church, Greenville, South Carolina. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.